Yeah. Hey, everybody. How's it going on this beautiful December day? I am here with Ashley Ward. What's up? This is your host, Ron Weisberg. This is Film Things with Soul Studios. What's up, Ashley? Nothing much. What about you? Oh, you know, just staying busy here in New Mexico film. It's crazy December time, you know? Usually it's, like, kind of slowing down, but um, not in this neck of the woods. No, it's there's stuff popping up all the time. There's stuff popping up, and you just uh, booked a role, right? I did. I don't know that I can say much about it, but it is action-based uh, short film, so I'll get to get back on board. Ooh, back <laughs> on board. Yeah. Hint, hint. Um, yeah. So that's awesome. And you were just telling me how you submitted to a bunch of projects. Yes. Yeah. And learned a lot about what to do and what not to do and thought I might share. (laughs) Yeah. So today's podcast, everybody, is all about auditioning. I don't know why we've waited this long to do a podcast (laughs) on auditioning. It's like the most important part of the work. It's the only part of the work. Everything. Oh, when you get on set. You just, it's a playground. You're like a little child again. There's no, yeah. you know, but the auditioning part is the work. So what did you learn in your, in your feet? Oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> well, um, get a tripod or somebody <laughs> to <laughs> film it for you. Um, yeah, it's, you know, it's sometimes you have to make do if well, you're desperate, but. Let's, let's go back to square one. You're talking about Home taped auditions. I am talking about taped auditions. Yeah. And it is very hard, especially if you're doing an emotional scene, to have a straight, very still, with a consistent eyeline arm. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. You definitely have to get that camera stabilized on something. You know, you can put it up against a book on a shelf. Yeah. You know, but you just have to get it completely stable. No shaky business. They they won't even watch that because it's like a headache to watch it. Yeah, and that's what's important to consider as well. Because when you're an actor and you're only thinking about, well... I think it'll be fine. I'll just stabilize it. But then when you actually watch it, you're like, oh, this is what they're seeing. This is super distracting. They can't even really focus on my eyes. Yeah, like, they'll be like, oh, it's okay. Uh, you know, my acting will shine through and, and they'll see me and they'll hear me and it'll be all won't. good. They <laughs> won't. They will yeah. throw your tape away. They will. So that was an important yeah. lesson. It's, it's a very important lesson. There's a lot of things that will automatically get your tape thrown out. Yes, vertical For example, vertical iPhone (laughs) selfie videos. Like, okay, question. How do we view movies? Yes. Horizontally. Yes. Right? (laughs) So why would you do a taped audition vertically? When they see that tape on their screen, like on a computer, it it goes into the the middle of the screen, and then it it blacks out the rest of it. So it's, it's... it's so hard to watch. They're just not going to watch it. It just doesn't look good. It doesn't Either. look good. It doesn't look it good. It looks so amateur, so they just label you as an amateur and yeah. move right on. Mm-hmm. Yeah? This is true. It, mm-hmm. look, auditioning is the hardest part. It's the technical aspect and the acting aspect. All has to be on point. All has to create this synergy, this vortex of perfection. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, also, it's a very simple thing. Mm -hmm. You present your version of this character, and if they like it, they'll ask to see more, and if they don't, they'll find somebody else. Yeah, it's the job interview. It's a job interview. It's a job interview. Yeah. So So a big deal uh, in this job interview situation 
is not being desperate about the job. Oh, it's so true. And I've talked to other actors about this. It really makes a difference. It's huge. Yeah. Um, if you go in there worried about getting that job, you will come off as nervous. You'll come off as desperate. You'll come off as somebody that doesn't have opportunities. And you'll come off as somebody with a scarcity mindset. But it's the same with any job interviews. Have you ever been Anything. to a job interview yeah. and you're and you're so nervous because this is it, I have to have it, I have to have it, and you just know like you're not gonna get yeah. it. But the ones like and it's the same with school. The what it's like the tests that you don't like really prepare for as much. Like you end up doing way better, and the ones that you obsess about and you just have to have that grade, you just tank. Like that was because there's so much stress and you and you yeah. Uh, botch it. Yeah, like being able to be relaxed and open minded and like to let it go, which is what we were talking mm-hmm. about before, is so just matters so much more than we oh, think it yeah. does the relaxation factor is so huge because when you calm yourself as an actor you actually allow people to watch you and allow people to be with you comfortably in the space if yeah. you're holding tension then you're basically pushing people away and they're not able to see the character they're just seeing the actor with tension yeah, and that's like our job as entertainers anyway. We, we're trying to ease, put the audience at ease. We're trying to make them feel comfortable. Yeah, we're definitely trying to do that. Let me say that again. We're trying to put the audience at ease, and we're trying to make them feel comfortable. That's our job, you know? Absolutely. And it's so important to book the room and not try to book the part. Yeah. So what that means um, for all you folks listening out there that have never heard this before, I didn't make this up, but I can guarantee you that it is vital in your audition process. You've got to convince the casting director and any decision maker that might be watching that tape that you are a trustworthy actor and that you have a specific brand so they know what to do with you as a product, right? Yeah. Actors don't like to think of themselves as products. Yeah. But guess what? You are. We're a product. Yeah. 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 They're paying for us. Mm-hmm. We are. We have to have a brand, a business brand. Yeah. It's weird. It is very weird. But um, personally for me, I guess it doesn't feel so weird because of my background in marketing. I always think about like image and, you know, how to put yourself out there and how to market yourself. But um, I can imagine that for someone who just doesn't have that background or sales or anything like that, that it would feel very odd to, mm-hmm. ma- to make their job about that. I mean, it still feels odd for me to make like my job about me and not what I do, but, right. you know. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a bizarre game to play, um, you know, when your product is yourself. Yes. And you've got to deliver that every time and gain trust and um, get people to want your product is, uh, is a hell of a thing. And... You know, the, the line that we have to to um, walk tightly is this, you know, self-promotion mm-hmm. situation because you see a lot of actors that are very, like, annoying on social media and they're overly self-promoting, yeah. you know. And, and sometimes I'm, I, I, I get insecure. I'm like, am I, you know, promoting um, all the stuff at the school too much? Is this, you know, getting on people's nerves? I'm like, at the end of the day... We are a business. Mm-hmm. We've got a market. Yeah, and I think a lot of actors deal with, you know, they swing the other way with imposter syndrome. They're like, well, I don't want to call myself an actor. Like, I'm just starting out. Or or they don't put that on their profile, and then nobody knows that yeah. they act. And so how are people, like, on Facebook or, 
you know, looking at websites or whatever, how do they know what you do unless you tell them? Absolutely. So, I mean, I still feel weird about calling myself an actor. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> and because, you've been doing it for a long time. <laughs> yeah, I've been doing it for so long. <laughs> yeah. But yet, and, 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 you know, I'm a working actor. Yeah. But it still feels weird to, like, put myself out there. Hey, everybody, I'm an actor, blah, blah, blah. You yeah. know, it just, it kind of feels... Uh, icky yeah, a little bit, no, you know, like I'm bragging, but I can relate. Yeah. It's just what we do. We can't help what we do. This is what is in our DNA. Yeah. Well, at the end of the you day, know? we just want to tell stories. Yeah. You, know, you want to tell stories. You want to connect with people, and um, you just want to share. Them. Yeah. So you have to be passionate about the whole process, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so let's talk about taped auditions versus in the room auditions yes. right so in taped auditions it's it's basically the way the industry is going they don't have time to invite everybody into the room and deal with the whole process yada 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 they want to get a bunch of tapes of a bunch of actors sift through it pick out the ones that they know can work send those to the directors and the director's like okay i want to see in the room these few people mm-hmm. it makes sense yeah. You know what I mean? It makes sense that that's the way it's going. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really nice to get in the room with a casting director. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Especially oh, these days. Totally different experience, too. Yeah. And to just seeing everything online. Yeah. Then the, the nice thing about doing a self-tape audition, though, is like if you're not happy with that audition, you can just reshoot that. You know what I mean? You don't have an excuse to send a bad tape. Yeah, not going to lie. I probably spent three hours on my last one just because I wanted to just get it. I mean, obviously you could get it done a lot quicker and you probably should, but um, it was nice to have the luxury of like, well, if I hold it this way, my eyeline's better. If I do it again, it's mm-hmm. more authentic. If I, you know, but you don't have that luxury no. in, in person. So it's good to get in the habit of being able to, you got to be able to one. knock it out in the first take. And that's yeah. what, you know, like Joe Edna and a lot of these casting directors are looking for. They don't want anybody that has to take a bunch of takes to get it. Oh, no. They want somebody to go in there the first time, not not hesitate at all, just knock it out of the park. And that's why they bring people into the room. Yes, exactly. Because that's what they want when you're on the job. Is They, they can't wait. No, they There's don't no want. Time. They want you to get in the first take. It's like $15,000 a minute. <laughs> Pretty much. So if you can do it quicker. Yeah, so that literally is why they bring people into the room. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a real test. Yeah. You got to bring it and... You know, that's why we train. That's why we train constantly so that when we get in that moment, mm-hmm. we, we can knock it out of the park with no no hesitation, mm-hmm. so totally calm and, mm-hmm. and confident in our choices. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, so nowadays, a lot of stuff is online, so you've got to know where to find auditions. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, this is a good so, point. where have you been finding auditions here in New Mexico? Oh, in New Mexico, um, I haven't found a ton, at least recently, on Actors Access. But then again, I need to probably update to the, well, the pro version. Honestly, Actors Access is not a good resource for New Mexico auditions. No, I found a ton of LA yeah. stuff on there. Tons of LA, tons, tons of New York, yes. all over the place, kind of, but not New Mexico. NM Film um, is a great site nmfilm.com nmfilm.com casting um, calls tab y'all check it out check it out um the soul website yeah. casting you we guys started, post. yeah we started doing casting notices on our website yeah um <laughs> 
Facebook has mistakenly started labeling us a casting director because we're putting out all these <laughs> casting notices for other casting directors. Yeah, I was like, am I applying for the yeah, role of a casting yeah. director? <laughs> so everybody out there, if you see that, that is not our fault. We are not doing that. Facebook <laughs> is just really annoying. We're just trying to expose uh, actors to audition opportunities. Yeah. You know? But if it did work that way, it'd be cool because it was like filling out a job application. I was like, if I get cast based on this, yeah, but, but it's too easy. But the contact information is for somebody else, and so it's exactly. had people are contacting us like, no, 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 we're just exposing yeah. you to these opportunities. But on that note, I have probably gotten more work, like not just with acting, but other stuff too, through Facebook. And I don't, I mean, it's a great resource to have. I know there are a lot of people out there who like to switch off social media for personal reasons, and that's great. Um, but just know that, you know, social media does have its place in, you know, connecting with people absolutely and applying for things. Usually the first time I hear about casting notices is through Facebook and then it'll go on. Websites. You know, it's sad, but true. Yeah. Social media is how we get information. So if you're, you know, hesitant about using social media for personal reasons, mm-hmm. go ahead and switch over to making it a business. Mm. Every business, every product has to have a marketing, uh, you know, and distribution angle. So you've got to get yourself out there as an actor. So don't be posting, you know, personal stuff. Be, you know, highlighting what's going on in the in the film industry and making positive posts about, you know, um, your training or what other people are doing in other movies that you see. Um, it's, mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be about your personal life. I think it's where a lot of actors go wrong. Yeah, and being careful about what you post. And if something looks, you know, disrespectful or offensive or anything, that's your image. That's, that's your, your image. You, you don't want to be posting negative stuff at all. No, never. It's like, yeah, we get it. You know, it, you know, social media can seem fake because, oh, we're just seeing the happy things. Well, look, uh, whenever you're seeing a commercial... They're not they're not talking about the sad things. They're just like showing you a happy moment with this product. Well, yeah, because if they're depressed, they're not going to sell anything. Yeah. If they make you feel sad, they're not going to yeah. want to buy anything. Yeah. I mean, and I and I don't mean to, you know, bring anybody down, but um don't reach out for for like therapy through social media. Maybe find a therapist, maybe find somebody to really help you. Yeah. This is your brand you're putting out there. Um, you know, this might be a tangent, but like this is your brand. Really take care of your brand. And and I, um, you know, I've posted political things in the past, and I don't do that anymore because I because yeah. I know it's a brand, and I know that you know a lot of the stuff out there is fake news anyway. So why mm-hmm. am I going to be posting anything if I don't really know what's going on? Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's important to think about yourself, especially if you're you know acting or starting out acting as a business. You know, mm-hmm. like a business wouldn't put. I mean, depending on the business, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Watch what you post. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your your social media is important. You, yeah. you can find a lot of jobs. You can connect with casting directors and directors and meet all these people, but maintain your brand. That will get you more auditions. Yeah, but also like take the time like to message people. I can't tell you like I get like a lot of friend requests from people, and I I love to connect with new people. But I would appreciate it if people reaching out would say hi. Like, you know, I'd interested in connecting with another film person or this like there are so many superficial connections that are happening and you think why does this person want to connect with me I don't know them mm-hmm. you know so um, yeah reach out to people like be on it about replying to your emails um, 
I think that that's what people tend to remember is right. professionalism and, and leave the ego at the door. Yeah, just like be human, like connect. With yeah, realize that people life. don't have a ton of time to just respond right away, so don't take it personally. Um, just don't think take things personally in general because even if it is a personal thing that happened on their on the other end of it, mm-hmm. you know they're dealing with whatever they're dealing with in yeah. their life, so you can't let it affect your positivity. Uh, you know what I mean? You've got to keep moving forward. So another thing about auditioning and being an actor is balancing life. Oh, this is such a good topic. <laughs> balancing life so that you can even go out on auditions. Yeah. Yeah. This is huge. Like, how do you, if you're taking days off work to audition or prepare for auditions, how do you pay your bills or how do you not lose your job? Yeah, I know. You I know, know actors that literally lie to their work that they're sick. Oh, yeah. All the time. But how many sick days are you taking to be able to make your career happen? And then and then your boss is like, oh, wow, this person's really got a health issue. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's a liability to the company. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, you've got to find a flexible situation in your work life. Um, and, and this requires sacrifice. So you really have to ask yourself what you're really passionate about, what you really need right now. Mm-hmm. Brad Lamack comes in and teaches the new business of acting. He always tells uh, people, he, he, he constantly reminds people, look, you've got to get your financial situation straight Yeah. before you try to become an actor. Yeah. You know, otherwise you're going to be stressing and grinding and dealing with so much drama just trying to, you know, be in a place to go out on auditions. Yeah. If you can avoid it, you don't want to be a struggling actor. Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah. I mean, think about going back to the stress and, and you know, being calm in the room. If mm-hmm. you're if you're in survival mode in your day-to-day life, mm-hmm. you're never going to be calm in the room. You're going to need that job. Yeah, and there are some actors that definitely, like, break through, and they tell their stories. They're like, well, they struggled. They were eating tuna cans, and that's fine. But, I mean, the at least personally for me, the whole point is I do it because I love it. And you want to enjoy the process. Yeah. You want to enjoy learning. And you don't want to feel like, and this is such a trap to fall into in general, when I make it, I'll be happy. When I'm successful, I'll be happy. It's like if you love what you do, you're happy all the time yeah, doing you've it. Gotta you know? be, you've got to be taking care of yourself throughout the entire journey and process. Yeah. Um, you know, these days... You know, there's things like Uber and Lyft that you choose your own hours and you can, you know, literally take off work to go to an audition, then go back to work. Yeah. You know, and if you are on set, you can choose not to work those days. Yeah, and this is probably why hospitality is really good. And now I understand, having worked in hospitality, why it's so flexible because you can get people to cover you. Mm-hmm. Um, you can work part time and probably still make enough to pay your bills working part time if you make good tips. Um, you know, freelancing is a great option. Yeah, um, find a work-from-home gig. Work-from-home gigs are great, um, and then you can choose your own hours. So there's, mm-hmm. like, a lot you can do. It does take a little bit of creativity thinking. It takes, you know, you've got to get these things figured out before you can really get serious about being an actor. I mean, what are you going to do? Are you going to tell your agent that you can go out and auditions and then you can't make them because of your job? Or are you going to tell your job that, you know, you've got to take off. Um, it just doesn't work. You've got to be transparent and honest. And, um, you know, it, it's it's really hard. Nobody wants to, you know, face the hard facts. But you've got to get your life figured out. You can't bring the drama into the industry. 
No, no. And you know what? It's also expensive starting up as an actor, like, you know, headshots, Absolutely. Um, signing up, you know, designing a website if that if you find that useful yeah. to you. Training. Training, um, like a home tape setup, like that stuff adds up yeah. and it's not cheap. Um, so you can't expect that you can, you know, spend, drop a hundred, a couple hundred bucks on Black Friday shopping and then think, oh, well, I'm going to be an actor now and... It's like you can't, you can't, I mean, some people have that money, but it's you can't a, afford well, everything. That's what I'm saying. It's a long-term financial commitment to getting yourself <clears throat> off the off your feet, you know, as, as an actor, because we all start from zero. Yeah, it takes sacrifice. You have to sac- be willing to sacrifice. Yeah, things. you have to sacrifice, like, some other career that might be comfortable. Yeah, or, you know extra time like with your family i found that out too like if you travel too much you're missing opportunities you Mm -hmm. know that you could be booking work um, which is which is really hard but um that's why a lot of people don't persevere in this industry Mm -hmm. because it is hard yeah and that and but you know that's inspiring to me because it's like okay well if you work hard and you don't quit Mm -hmm. you will eventually you will have a place in the industry oh absolutely so i i love that part it's like i'm glad you know it's not easy, and it's good that it's not easy because then everybody would be doing it. Exactly, and it wouldn't be as rewarding. It wouldn't too. be as when rewarding. When you book the job, you're like, wow, like this is, you feel so accomplished. Yeah, you feel you like, you know, you're really at the right place at the right time. And I really do think that New Mexico is the right place at the right time. Yeah, it's really starting up, and it's yeah. growing fast. Um, it's really amazing. We've got hundred more film I saw an article that said there's a hundred more film permits this year than last year uh-huh. there was 304 last year and already 405 last month this mm-hmm. year for New Mexico and to me that is just like wow we've got a lot of opportunities here we've got to learn how to go out and get these jobs we've got to train in auditioning we've got to figure this out right yeah. so a little bit about submission etiquette for mm-hmm. auditions, mm-hmm. right? What did you learn? Oh, what did I learn? Um, well, I'm I'm always learning. I think I'm still learning. Um, but knowing, probably like knowing how to keep it short, because a lot of these people don't have. Well, mo- probably all of them don't have a Nobody. lot of time. Nobody, Nobody has time. So you can't, you know, oh, but I sometimes struggle with that because I'm so detailed. Because you're, you're a blog writer. <laughs> I'm a blog writer. I'm a writer. So I'm like, oh, hello. I hope this finds you well. Yeah, Best yeah, yeah. regards. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, you got to keep it to the point. And it's important to keep it to the point without coming across cold. And this is kind of difficult to do sometimes because there's no tone through yeah. writing. So somebody receiving this could be like, well, that's, that's all they said. Like, you know, it, I don't know. It can come across as a bit unprofessional, so yeah. keep it short, keep it sweet, but and you know, warm. keep it warm. Yeah, like thank you for considering yeah. me. Um, mm-hmm. Your contact details. Yeah, don't write a whole cover letter like you like you're sending out a Manila envelope with your headshot and resume and a cover letter. Exactly. And uh, yeah. a breakdown of your entire life, you know. But at the same time, don't just submit your headshot and and um, resume without anything. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah, because yeah, know what you're when you know. Say what project and character you're submitting for, so it's very clear. Yeah, it's weird. I've seen it. I've seen it. Um, you know, from different sides of the table. Uh, you know, as a director, um, when people submit for stuff and you're not, you don't even know what they're submitting for. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> so they'll just like put it in the pass file. Yeah, mm-hmm. and make sure that your headshot and resume are professional. 
You have no idea how many people I see sending out really bad headshot and resumes. It's kind of appalling. Yes. Um, and I'm, I'm so sorry, people out there, that you're like, well, it's whatever, I'm just starting. Like, it doesn't matter. If you really want to present yourself as a professional, go get a professional headshot. That You know, we have people here, um, you know, that do really affordable headshots that are quality headshots. There's no excuse not to get one. Yeah, and this right? is what Brad Lamack talks about in his book is mm-hmm. um, you have to invest in a good one. Like I know people say, well, it's good to save money. But in the end, it's it's not in this case. I mean, sometimes you have to pay for quality, and that's okay. But um, you yeah, know. you have to save money for good headshots. Yeah, for good <laughs> headshots. But like, don't basically don't skim uh, skim on the quality. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, always go for quality because this is gonna. Be, it's it the could, first thing people see. Yeah. It's literally what's gonna get you into the room. Yeah. Is your headshot so. if and and. Uh, Sorry, uh, your look has a lot to do with how how they choose who comes into the room. And we were just talking about this before, because I've had so many actors say, um, you know, they don't book based on your look as an actor. They book based on your personality, which I think there is truth to. Yeah. But then I, you know, read these articles and hear these stories about um, how 70% of the time, when you walk into an audition room, they've already decided whether or not they want you, whether or not like before you've even spoken. Well, yeah, and you walk into that room and they, and your brand speaks for itself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like what you wear, how you walk, it speaks for itself. Yes. You know, so, and then when you speak, your voice has to match your brand. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's why Mike Tyson is probably very confusing <laughs> to any casting director. They're like. I don't know what to do with this guy. Um, broken. He can only be Mike Tyson. <laughs> yeah, this is true. Yeah, so um, submission etiquette. You know, you want to respond. If the if casting um, emails you, you have to be on it. In general, your communication as to actor has to be top notch. That no one has time to waste, right? If they want a little bit more information, if they want a different look, headshot, it, you never know what they're going to ask. Right. You just have to be on it. Yeah, yeah. So have we talked about um, L.A. versus here? Because I would love to hear any of your experiences about auditioning in L.A. versus here. Well, my experience in L.A. is that if you're in L.A., you're going into the room there, um, and they're sifting through so many submissions, so I think now they have to be doing more tapes. Like They literally have to be doing more tapes, but... um, I think they're still wanting to see if people can come in and knock it out in one or two takes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and that, you know, it's not anything totally different. You have to go in the room and book the room. Can't be desperate for the part, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's more about taped auditions versus in-the-room auditions and really making sure that you understand what makes a good taped audition, the lighting, the mm-hmm. sound, um, making sure there's no like hard shadows behind your head that are distracting. Mm-hmm. Um, and these are the things that we go over in all our training, um, you know, as well as acting tips, you know, creating an arc for the scene. Mm-hmm. And so, so it's like auditioning is auditioning. Mm-hmm. So... In L.A., the problem is there's thousands of actors going out for your part. Yes. <laughs> so they get, so a casting director will get a thousand submissions for what you submitted for. And here, 
there only there might only be like 20. Mm-hmm. What a huge difference. So you have to make sure that your content stands out. And you talked a bit about um, distracting background before, and I have um, was talking to other actors about headshots mm-hmm. with this um, on this topic and how having distracting elements in the background of your headshot could really determine whether or not you get the part because when someone looks at your headshot and the first thing they see is like this you know dark shiny or bright shiny objects like behind you they're not going to be looking at your eyes yeah. and then your eyes need to be the focal point yeah of that shot so you'd be leading lines like if you're a photographer you know about leading lines to where you want the audience to look and in a headshot it's your eyes so your collar should be like angling the view to your eyes yeah. right if if you've got a jacket unzip the jacket and then you've got two lines going right up the middle of your body leading right up to your eyes yes you know what i mean so that's kind of cool pro tip pro tip <laughs> tips for tapes um yeah so you know it's it's always a journey and like there's also audition etiquette like when you get into an audition what you do and 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 look we all want to sit there and talk to people Right, we want to get into that audition, and then all of a sudden, there's people there that we haven't seen, and we want to talk to them. Don't talk to them. No. Let them let them sit there and mentally prepare, right? And I've I've been guilty of this too, but, but you know, you you gotta go in there and really focus and be silent because you know they can hear you and they can hear if you're talking. Headphones, put headphones in. Or something yeah, like just you know maybe. Maybe just, you know, yeah, listen to some music to prep you for that audition emotionally. As a, a Music is a really good tool. A lot yes. of people do that. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I've learned as well <clears throat> with auditioning is um, don't talk over the director. Talk, Listen more than you talk. Oh I, my I read this goodness, article. Yes. This, uh, this director was saying about how many people have spoken over him and said he will give a note and say, hey, can you do it like this? And they go, yeah, 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 I got it. And he said the amount of people that do that is shocking, and those are the people that immediately don't get cast because then it tells them they can't take a note. So, because they'll they'll say yeah 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 and then not do it. Well, they don't hear the entirety of what the director's trying to say. Like you're cutting them off mid sentence. So, you know, know when to you know be quiet and listen, yeah. take the feedback, receive it, and then apply. You have it, you to know? really love to get direction. As an actor, you can't take getting direction as a personal knockdown. You've got to take it as this director actually cares that I deliver something that that is in the story that makes me look good. Yeah, that's a great point. The director's literally just trying to make you look good, and you're denying and blocking that makes you look so bad. So bad. (laughs) So all the actors that are questioning every direction... You've got to at least try it first. Yeah, because if it doesn't work, you just don't do it, you know? Or... And look, it's fun. Just try it. And and sometimes they'll give you a direction in the room, in the audition room, that they know is not exactly the right direction, just to see if you will take a direction and not get all weird about it. Yeah. You know, because on set, it's so important so. that you have an actor that is willing to try things and not argue. Mm-hmm. I have been in class situations where actors will argue with me, and I just can't even understand. I can't even believe um, that that you know. I hear this a lot, like, "Well, my character wouldn't do that." Mm-hmm. Like, you don't know that 
the you know the writer and the director are guiding the story and the actor is interpreting the moments and it's like just because you wouldn't do that does not mean the character wouldn't do that yeah and, and yeah and it's also like you've got to try it yeah and it's easy to get so self-focused on what you're doing and you have to always think about what does this look like on camera as a film actor what are they seeing what is everybody else seeing so their directions might be super useful because you might be trapped in your emotional space not considering what it looks like to mm-hmm. everybody else. So yeah. these could be really important notes, yeah. like you said. And, and you know, that that's a double-edged sword um, because, you know, the director will say what he wants to see and, he, and you know, a good director will tell, you know, if, if you're having a, a hard time imagining why the direction is happening, the director will explain it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, well, it's because we want to see your eyes from a different angle or, you know, we want your head tilted and it's, it's going to be weird, mm-hmm. but you got to take the direction. Oh, it's so weird. The first time that I did my first close up and I had to look at the, the piece of tape, it was so awkward, but I feel like you just have to get used to it. Yeah. You have to get used to, you know, the camera is the, the story, um, the eye of the story and nothing else matters. Nothing else matters. Yeah. And that's the difference between film and theater. Mm-hmm. Um, so in an audition, be 100% willing to take any direction, even if it's the worst direction in yeah. your mind. Just do it. Just have fun. <laughs> be like, oh, that's so fun. I would love to screw this scene up. You know what I mean? And just see what happens with it, you know? Yeah. Because they're just maybe looking at a different aspect of your character, a different possibility. They don't care about the words. They're looking at you as the character. And it's more fun. Like, I mean, I definitely respect that, you know, people take their career seriously and I definitely take my career seriously. But there is an element that when you're more open minded, you're just discovering. And you're like a kid and you're just having fun. Like, isn't that why people act? Because it's fun. Oh, and that fills them with passion. And and if you shut that down because you that's not the way you pictured it or no, that this is how it is. It's like, well, why, why are you even acting if you take it that seriously? Like, it's supposed to be fun, you know? It's Just supposed to be collaborative. Collaborative, creative, like, discovery. It's, mm-hmm. it, you know, you're supposed to learn. And it's mm-hmm. really, how can you learn, keep growing as an actor and as a person, if you just keep saying no? Yeah. And, you know, stay in your own... It's never going to work. <laughs> it's not going to work. Yeah. So, yeah. So, but, that, but, you know, that brings me around to, you know, say... There is a difference between TV and film auditions, right? So yeah. in TV auditions, you know, the words are more important. Yes, yeah. The words are more important because they have act breaks that they have to hit for commercials, and so they time everything out, and the act and the writers do a lot of work timing everything out. And so, yes, the actors need to be really keen on, on the rhythm of that scene and, you know breaking down that text and not messing that messing that text up, but yet still bringing out a character that wasn't necessarily on the page that stands out. Is that the same for commercials as well? Like they're pretty um, strict about the wording? I mean, I know you should always follow the wording. Yes, in a commercial, they have 30 seconds to get the message out. So if you're, and, and they write a very specific um, amount of words okay. to do that, especially like a voiceover um, project. And they're like, this is a 30 second spot. Yeah. yeah. So you have to time it. And if you're going over 30 seconds, they're like, oh, they can't do it under yeah. 30 seconds. But there is a lot of improvising in commercials. Right? Absolutely. So it just kind of depends on, you know, that's why I'm saying the voiceover thing. Right. It's more about that, you know, getting a 30 second spot. Right. But like um, a commercial 
on TV, an uh, actor isn't even going to say a lot. Yeah. It's just like some action. And this is why um, training in improv is so important. One of my first commercials that I did, it was a skating one. I think it was for like a mobile phone ad. And the director uh, looked at me and said, do your thing. That was uh, his direction. Do your thing. Do your thing. And I and me being so detailed was, what do you mean? You want me to do this? You want me to do that? Like, am I in frame? Like, you know, and it's just you have to wing it and just trust yeah, that. Yeah, you just have to be like, yeah, this is my time to go and have fun. But that can be, and I've heard a lot of actors say that, a very frustrating direction. But this is where improv comes in handy is if you can think on the spot and, you know, yeah, make something. Exactly. Do it. <laughs> That's why we definitely train people um, in character improv to be able to not worry about the script and just be the character and, and react to whatever is in front of you yeah, as and, the character. And connect. Just mm-hmm. connect, be there, and do it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. You know, it's, that's the funny thing. You know, there's this whole paradox of auditioning. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be this this intimate moment of this character talking to this other character, but... The other, the other character is not even a character. It's a reader. They're not even looking at you. So you have to imagine this whole world. It's so awkward. <laughs> I just have to say it's that. It's such a paradox. <laughs> it's so awkward. That, but that's why, you know, these actors get, you know, get these big parts. It's like, well, if they can really make, make me forget that this is an audition when they're auditioning, uh, they're going to nail it exactly. you know, on set. Exactly. So it's our job to make pe- to trick people into thinking that something is real even though it's in a canned environment mm-hmm. and there's nothing behind them it's just you know this blank space mm-hmm. um you have to make whoever's watching it see the story happening just from how you're bringing your character to life yeah and that's like i think that that's something to be proud of if you can really make someone like be there in the moment with you when you're speaking to a reader who's like yes and then da, da, da. Mm-hmm. And it's so monotone mm-hmm. and flat and yeah. you're trying to concentrate that's like yeah it's something to be proud of even if you don't book the role you know just take yeah. that learning lesson and be like you know I still did that and move on to the next one yeah and it's really important to have a process or mechanism to um, get there yeah you know that's the training that every actor kind of doesn't realize is out there you know that's why I came up with this discovery method mm-hmm. um, so that every audition can really pop and feel like it's happening for the first time mm-hmm. right and it really helps create an arc for the scene so that it feels like something just happened mm-hmm. with these characters it's the first moment yeah. yeah right so if we're not feeling that there was a change and something just happened in this world in this life of these characters then we miss the mark Mm-hmm. Right. Otherwise, why would they be auditioning for this scene? Why is this scene even in a story if there's not a shift? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one of the things I love to to teach actors now. And it's a discovery that I made mm-hmm. throughout all these processes and seeing, um, you know, all these different people work and um, and and casting and directing and acting and seeing it from all different angles. We've got to see the discovery moments. Yeah, so important. Otherwise, I've worked with you on that before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can't just stand there and say your line. You you are in it. You have to react. You have to discover your line. Yeah, discover, but also, you know, react to the moments that are happening yeah. in front of you. Like, just because there's not a person back there with, like, the action happening doesn't mean that 
it's not happening. It is, and you have to in react In the story, to it. Yeah. you are reacting to something. As, all the time. Yeah, all the time. And every reaction is a discovery. Exactly. It is a discovery. It's so deep. Oh, I know. <laughs> um, and every response is also a discovery. Yes. Because you, you're like, oh, wow, this happened. Oh, now I have to discover how to respond to it. Okay, and now I'm going to do it, right? Mm-hmm. So then a decision is ultimately ultimately made based on the discovery, mm-hmm. right? And it sounds very um, scientific, but it's really what we do in life every day all the time. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's just, it's a really interesting thing to see actors start to have discovery moments. It, it it makes such a huge difference. It does. Yeah. It makes it more natural. Yeah, so that if anything, that is a huge tip for you guys out there. Um, and it's one of the things that we're going to be talking about in our audition boot camp coming up, second and third. Um, yeah, <laughs> week of December, um, Tuesdays and Thursdays um, for two weeks. We've got four different instructors, four classes. Who's there? You know, Chris Rainey. Tim Stafford, me, and it's going to end with Elizabeth Gables. Oh, that's awesome. Um, the uh, casting director, extras casting director, guru, who's a veteran. And, and it's it's just a great opportunity to get some really good reps in with different coaches and, and you know, work on your home taped auditions because we're going to send people home with homework, mm-hmm. you know, to really practice a taped audition. I mean, a lot of people haven't done it mm-hmm. and, and haven't done it right. And so it's really important to get that, um, that those repetitions in there. Mm-hmm. Um, auditioning is the work. It's it's the job. Mm-hmm. It's the hardest part. It is, and I think the more practice, the better, because then when you actually get out there to do it, you're more confident and more relaxed. When you get on set, it's mm-hmm. like you've been validated. Mm-hmm. It's time to play. You know, yeah, you you should be trained and understand the techniques of being on camera. You know, with a lot, there's a ton of stillness mm-hmm. that's needed, right? That's the difference between theater and film. Is there's just way more stillness mm-hmm. in in film. Um, so you know, there's just there's just a lot that needs to be understood about you know auditioning as the business. You know, going out and getting auditions, how to prepare yourself as a brand to even go out for auditions. Mm-hmm. It's that's all our business really is. Because once you're on set, man. And you know, it can seem overwhelming, you know, like, because there's so many elements to everything. But if you step step it out, it's it's not that bad. Mm -hmm. You just kind of take it step by step. And okay, this is where I'm at. Mm -hmm. And then the next step and this is where I'm at. It really helps because it it can be overwhelming. I have to think about this and my headshots. And I don't know. There's so many people out there who get so overwhelmed with social media by itself. Absolutely. You know, so just take it step by step and Mm -hmm. read Lots of content. And, and train with train. different coaches. Yes. You know, you hear, yeah, at Soul, we, we don't want people just to train with, with me or Chris. We want people to try every, every coach out there that is offering some audition help, like Marie McMaster. She's mm-hmm. a casting director, and she does this a really affordable um, audition boot camp 101. You know, uh, not boot camp, but she does audition 101. And it's really great repetitions, practice. Joe Edna has um, a, a, an awesome weekend workshop. Um, Catherine Brink, now Angelique Midthunder. I love that she's starting to teach now. It's mm-hmm. so important. Um, it's good to get these perspectives from the different casting directors. Yeah, because you're always going to hear something different, which could help you. And, and it's also cool to see their preferences, you know, mm-hmm. what what 
you know, like Joetta really doesn't want to see any miming, you know, mm. <laughs> not at all. Um, it's 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 always good to get these information um, that will really help you book the room better every time you go in mm-hmm. with that um, casting director. And it's really nice to also work with working actors because they've booked auditions. Yeah, they've been there, done that. They understand the process, mm-hmm. you know, and they're going to have some tips for you. Yes. You know, um, Tim Stafford is a great example of a guy who's been, you know, doing it in L.A. and then he moved out here mm-hmm. and and sends some, you know, submits himself all over the, the country, you know. So he's a great person to, to study with. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Chris and I, we've been doing this for a long time. Mm-hmm. From, from every aspect of the camera, uh, you know, behind the camera, directing. Uh, Chris is a producer, so he's been in the the process of how actors are being picked and um it's a strange and bizarre process yeah you never know why you were passed up Mm -hmm. you could look like the ex of the director and they just (laughs) don't like you that's a really good point i wonder how many times it actually happens you have to let go you have to do the audition and just let go and just bring your fullness and your love and your passion to every audition Without the negativity, without the ego, and then just leave it in the room, book the room, you know, create that that desire in, in your audience to trust you as an actor, to bring you back for a part that's better for you. And just be present, yeah. you know what I mean? Like there are a lot, and I'm definitely guilty of this, um, you know, staying in your head a lot, overthinking the lines. Um, you know, if even if you're shaking someone's hand in that audition room, if you're not there, they're going to feel that. They're going to, you know, they're not going to feel your presence. Yeah, like if you're not looking them in the eye when you're shaking their hand, yeah. that means something. It does, yeah, because yeah, they're watching everything you do. But going back to shaking their hand, usually you don't shake their hand. Yeah. Did you guys know that? That you don't go into an audition room and shake the casting director's hand. There's too many actors. There's too many germs floating around. The <laughs> casting director does not want to touch the actors. Or pay for sanitizer. <laughs> yeah, yeah they literally have a thing of sanitizer on their desk in case an actor comes over and wants to shake their no, hand. No, they don't. Yeah, absolutely. That's funny. Absolutely. But it's understandable. Yeah, it's understandable. There's so much, you know, especially in the, the winter season, the flu, and everything's going around. The casting director does not have time to get sick. Nobody in the industry has time to get sick. So what do you do? Just, like, give a little wave? Like, a little, like, hey. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Hi, you know, um, some kind of uh, so appreciative gesture. Warm greeting. A warm greeting. And okay. then listen, you yeah. know. And they'll if they ask you a question about your day, you give them an, uh, a warm answer, not mm-hmm. one word answer they're not looking for one word answer yeah if they're asking you a question that's your opportunity to interact with them and they they're getting a sense of your personality so they're not just asking a question that's great feedback yeah actually they're trying to get gauge how you interact in a room Mm -hmm. that's when you book the room Mm -hmm. that's your moment to book the room yes if you talk too much you're telling them that you're you're too talkative mm-hmm. and that's what's going to happen on set. Mm-hmm. If you if you talk too little, they're like, "Oh, they're not personal." Yeah. They're not a personal actor, which is literally what your job is. But like going back to what you were talking about being in your head too much, it's easy to do both of those things when you're overthinking it. Mm-hmm. You know, like, "Oh, what am I going to say? What am I going to say?" Fine. 
you know, yeah. or, oh, like, I talk too much, and then you end up rambling. But if you're just present, and you're like, hi, yeah. this is who I am. Yeah. Yeah, this is how my day's going. Like, you're just present with them. It goes back to yes and. Yeah. You say yes, and then add something simple based on what the person just said. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. That's the human interaction, where you're really listening. Mm-hmm. If you're not listening, you don't know what you're saying yes to, and then the interaction is ruined. Yes. Yeah? Exactly. So... If you have any questions about auditioning, <laughs> we covered uh, look, a lot. <laughs> we've, we've covered a lot, and the, the thing is, is we could talk about this for days. There's so much, um, there's so much to talk about, all the nuances of everything. Um, that's why we're doing this audition boot camp because there's just so much to talk about from different perspectives, mm-hmm. and it's just uh, you know, it's the most important part of our job in training, and um, we just can't emphasize enough that. We need our actors in New Mexico to be the best auditioners Mm -hmm. because that is really what's going to shift the perception of our talent to these bigger productions. Yeah, and to like up our game, up our work ethic, you know, not get lazy and not have the mindset that just because there aren't, like you were saying before, as many people auditioning, oh, well, I'm going to get it easy. I could just show up and get the part because I'm here. No, no, no. Like, show them that you're professional and that you're willing to go the extra mile because if you ever do move markets, that's going to, it's going to show. You're going to need that practice of (laughs) being a total pro. Yeah. Um, So that's it. You know, reach out to us at info at soulacting.com if you have any questions. Um, we do free consultations, so come by and, uh, you know, you can you can email us and schedule a consultation. We do free audition preps for everyone taking classes here. Um, and for everyone out there, you, you know, we do a free audition prep uh, for everyone. We do one free 30-minute audition prep for anyone just to come see how we work, and we can do a mock audition prep. We, we love actors. We love um, New Mexico film. We just want to make everybody better so that the industry comes here and stays here and thrives here. It's an amazing shift what's going on here. So I'm super excited. That's so cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So from everyone here at Soul Acting Studios, have a great week and go nail those auditions. Yeah.